And there's also the super cliche thing and of when a relationship is in turmoil, they have a fucking kid thinking that it'll fix the relationship. And the only reason I bring that up is because I saw that happen in real fucking time. And now they both do meth. So, and that's the best usage of that sound drop so far. What's up, babe? Dude, this is the fucking problem with the internet, and I'm not even being facetious about it. I could do what the host of Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast does. But let's read that one more time. Oh my God. I got aggressively too descriptive, and you saw it. And you're welcome. Happy Monday. Hello, Cubs. Welcome to episode 32 of Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. I feel like I kind of had a southern twang on that. That's my bad, not on purpose. But whenever I hit record, I have no idea how my voice is going to come out because odds are I haven't spoke in the last three hours. But anyways, let's get down to it. Let's get down to episode 32. I hope you guys are ready for a great hour. We're going to chill. We're going to have some giggles. We're going to have some fun. And you need to de-stress and decompress. If I ever started a spa, it would be called de-stress and decompress. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. What we're going to talk about today is the fact that we're too fucking big it happened. We're too fucking big it happened and we're screwed. All of us. All the Cubs. The den has been infiltrated. We're all screwed because we got too big. We got too big. It went all the way around. Now, we all know we went pippity-popping viral last week. And when we went pippity-popping viral, that went all the way around the planet, all the way into where I work. Now, here's what I don't do. I don't talk about the fact that I have a social media presence at work. I don't talk about the fact that I have a podcast at work. Why? Because I'm at work, right? I have my coworkers and fellow employees, and we're all just trying to do our jobs. Now, VJ, what do you do? You've never told us what you do. What do you do? Well, it's a relatively new position that I've just got trained into, but I'm quality control at a place called IRT. All right? Google it. But when I'm at work, Obviously, not the same person as I am for the hour to hour and 47 minutes that I record this podcast because we're elevated to an 11 and there I'm a professional-ish, right? And now that's what I do and that's the end of the explanation. But it got all the way around to the planet to where I am standing there with my boss, okay? And he's what you would call a big dog right? There's a few big dogs in this company that I work for and they are the shit straight up coolest fucking dudes on the planet. But I'm standing there with my boss. Can you have in, do you have any modicum of an idea on what I'm talking about with my boss? Can you take one fucking stab at it? It's called the task at hand, right? It's called the next hour to three hours of work and performance that I will be doing per my fucking job title, right? And then I had a guy, what's up, AJ, roll up in a forklift and go, cheer up, babe. And my asshole clenched into my Adam's apple, right? Now, obviously, I'm in front of the boss, man. I play off Cool, Calm, and Collected. But right there, in that moment, I knew it's over. I'm talking to my boss about work, making some sort of comment or other about fucking low-grade motherboards, and AJ comes up and goes, cheer up, babe. And I go, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Because part of it is cool, 
And part of it, now I know that everyone in our entire company now knows and is going to spend the next better part of three days scrolling through my TikTok account and watching all of our fucking podcast clips with me and the Cubs hanging out. And that's all cool. And that's all fine and dandy. And I'm not embarrassed by anything. But I'm worried that if they listen to the podcast, I can't remember everything I talked about. And I'm worried that I'm going to get fired. Right? It's not like I'm embarrassed by anything I've talked about on this podcast, because guess what? This is me, and we know that, and I'm super duper fucking proud to be me, but also at the same time, when I'm trying to be a professional, I don't need someone coming up to me an hour later going, do you really have a lip tattoo? (laughs) But yeah, so that happened this week. That's super duper fucking fun to look forward to. Now, is it going to get in my head because I know that basically every episode of the podcast from here on out is going to be getting screened by my employees? Absolutely not. We're still going to talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Welcome to episode 32. So that happened this week and I was just like, shit, because I like to keep those two aspects of my life separate, but... That is also on the Cubs because the Cubs are out there spreading that word of mouth, spreading the love, spreading the joy. And also we're going pibbity poppity popping on fucking TikTok. And now everyone in my place has seen all my fucking videos where I talk about red flags with guys because I have a daughter. And remember when I told you that I was taking this job position and I was being re-instigated into like an alpha male type of atmosphere. And all I got to do is just dust off the fucking wrestling ropes. From back in the day and fucking step into that ring. So many goddamn metaphors. So many goddamn analogies. But AJ, if you ever walk up to me again and go, do you really have a lip tattoo? And then I say, yeah. And you go, fuck yeah, keep calm, drive on. If you ever do that again. Gonna fuck your shit. Gonna fuck your shit. Gonna fuck your shit. Which sounds like a gay innuendo. And that's not how I meant it. I wish I was used a different sound drop. Okay. Well, VJ, now that you know that everyone at fucking work is listening to your podcast, including people around the planet, shout out to Sweden where 3% of my listenership is. Hey, the only word I know in Swedish is svenska, which means Swedish. So, hi, shout outs to you. But VJ, since everyone at work knows that you have a podcast and they're probably going to listen to, what kind of topics are you going to talk about now? Are you going to keep a hush-hush? Are you going to talk about more serious things? Are you going to have a few more serious issues? Absolutely not. Did you know that Olivia Rodrigo fucking slaps? Don't at me, okay? If you don't like Olivia Rodrigo, you're just a hater because every single song on the album is a motherfucking banger, and this is old news, but this is our news for the day, okay? The only reason that this is a topic is... I, first of all, one of Gracie's favorite songs, Good For You, by Olivia Rodrigo. And obviously at this point, I'm just passing shit off as, oh, it's one of my daughter's favorite songs, when really it's one of my favorite songs and I just want to listen to it. But the least manly singer of our generation, Olivia Rodrigo, who's used her entire last album to talk about her breakup, and I'm pretty sure she's a fucking kid still, is my new current favorite person to listen to. I fucking am obsessed with that sound drop so much I can't even explain it to you. I love it. I'm just like, God, when I need to get fired up, I told you I was going to put it in. I put it in and I'm a man of my word. So when I say I'm going to do things, what happens? All right. I'm, I'm taking it easy. I'm taking a chill. Dude, the only reason that I was even like, what the fuck's going on with the Olivia Rodrigo shit is 
I'm too broke to subscribe to Spotify, so when I let Gracie listen to music off my phone, we just open YouTube and rock with it right there, right? So Gracie has her Bluetooth speaker. She's dancing to Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. She's just over there, like a damn sociopath. And you didn't know that I was going to hit that out of nowhere, but I hit it out of nowhere. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, I have my phone, and the cool thing about YouTube is when you're watching YouTube, you can't check out any other apps, so I boredly just scrolled through the comments, and every single comment was like, wow, thank God she has a good team around her. Wow, it's amazing what you can do with a social media following and no talent. Wow, I hate to say that I actually like this song. Like, why are you hating? Are you just hating for the fact that it's popular to hate on it? Are you just hating on the fact that, can you not admit that fucking deja vu is a fucking art piece? Okay. Now, granted, every single thing is about kid relationship. So, I mean, I can't relate to the lyrics all that much. Other than good for you. Good for you is a fucking banger. I don't care who you are. If you had a fucking breakup ever, a good for you is a fucking slapper. I don't care if you're a goddamn 13-year-old fucking teeny bopper or if you're a 28-year-old man talking into a microphone right now. Olivia Rodrigo slaps, don't fucking at me. And if you want to argue with me about it, fine. Because when it comes to this topic, meet me at the corner of Government Way and Central Boulevard because... Looking for the next sorry fuck talking muscle. And I don't want to fucking hear it. Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo is a banger. You know, she, she's the new T-Swift, dude. She's the new T-Swift. She's the... T-Swift 2.0, because let's be 100% honest, T-Swift made her entire fucking living off of writing breakup songs, and that's what Olivia Rodrigo opened up with, only I feel like Olivia Rodrigo is around a time where you can have a good team around you, and your music can be that much better, and I love it. And if I was one of those fucking TikTok people that didn't have any creative ideas, you bet your sweet fucking ass I would be lip syncing to Olivia Rodrigo. But I do have creative ideas, and I refuse to be a dancer slash fucking lip syncer on there. And that just is what it is. Welcome to the show 13 minutes in. I didn't even fucking say it. You better be cozy comfy. I think I might have mentioned something about it, but you better be cozy comfy. I'm so cozy comfy right now. I put on the XL Cheer Up Babe podcast hoodie, you know? And you might be like, where can I get one of those? Nowhere right now. But when I do a new merch drop in about three months, hold on to your fucking horses. Maybe I'll send shipping to Sweden. Who fucking knows? And Sweden wasn't even the most shocking statistic that I got. Part of me thinks that it's bullshit or that hackers are fucking hacking into our stuff. Listen to this. 2% of our listeners come from Australia. Hey, mate. Sorry about the fucking accent that I tried to do in like episode six or something. It wasn't meant to be disrespectful. I just can't do accents. And we also got people from the UK. So maybe we need to start shipping that merch out overseas. That's all I'm fucking saying. Cubs, I'm so proud of you. You got us so fucking big. I literally don't promo this thing for shit. For shit. It's all on y'all. It's fucking awesome. If you want to keep helping, cool. You can support the podcast by spreading it word of mouth. You can support the podcast on Anchor by clicking support the podcast and helping us out. You can support the podcast by leaving a review on iTunes. You can do all those fucking things or you can just listen because that's all I want from you. But I do have a label for the people that are not OG Cubs that are listening from work. First of all, sup fellas and, and chicas. Don't show this to Dave. Also, you're not an OG cub. You can listen, but you got to listen from over there. Okay. 
You gotta listen from over there. You go to the fucking corner. You can listen from over there. You don't get to sit at the cool kids table at the back of the bus with me and the OG Cubs in the fucking den. All right? I've used so many examples that that's what the entire expression has become. We're the Cubs sitting at the cool kids table at the back of the bus in the den. You can listen, but you're over there in the corner. So go ahead and listen over there in the corner. You are now officially the cuck of Cheer Up Babe the podcast. So (laughs) watch us have all the fucking fun. Sit there in the corner and listen. All right. And also the sitting in the corner people also goes for anybody who tried to DM me in the last fucking week on my goddamn TikTok and Instagram account. When you know for hands down matter of a fact that your boy is super duper fucking married, go sit in the fucking corner. You can watch from over there. But that's not even the worst thing that I got this week. All right. Hold on to your fucking bootstraps. I witnessed the new stage of a stage mom. And I didn't mean to say stage twice, but I witnessed the new era of a stage mom. Do you know what a stage mom is? Stage mom is like what is like those parents that have a four year old that starts casting them into commercials and trying to get them movie roles. It's because my baby's going to be a star when they're four and they should be watching cartoons, right? There is a new era of that where people are trying to exploit stories about their children for popularity on a social media app and i got this fucking dm on the podcast account that opened with share this message about bullying and my son now clickbaity clickbaity i'm gonna hop right in because oh that might be something that's interesting but also at the same time Considering I've never shared anything, period, point blank, end of story of anybody else's on any of my social media because I'm selfish, why would you think that this was going to work? So I got sent this fucking video clip and I clicked into the video clip to watch it for a second and it's her son in a fish costume like for Halloween and it's rainbow color. And it's like she's trying to get one of those fucking America's Got Talent sympathy stories And get a good enough narrative to drive a shitty story. Right? She's trying to get, she's trying to get, oh, my son was bullied. And, but she told, she, she voiceovers the story of her son, a picture of her son in this fucking rainbow fish costume. And it sounds like I'm bullying her. And it sounds like I'm dragging her. And I am because you're trying to exploit your child. But the voiceover was like, so I was out shopping with my son and we were picking out costumes and my son picked out this rainbow rainbow fish costume and these two younger girls next to him turned to their mom and goes isn't that a costume for girls mom and then the mom said no boys and girls can wear whatever they want end of the video you didn't even say anything the other mom did and no one bullied a little girl asked a question so what i hear is a great example of another parent trying to teach their kids about acceptance on something that's kind of out of the norm and you go that three-year-old just bullied my son i better make a voiceover tiktok about it with a picture of him in the costume maybe just go to work instead maybe don't try to join the tiktok creator fund and just go to work instead and if it actually was that rough Be a better storyteller. Tell a better story that's going to pull us in. Because I just said basically fucking verbatim what the voiceover was. 
All right, sorry about that. Had to take a little 20, 25 minute intermission there. Uh, and that's the sound that I'm going to use for if that ever fucking happens because we don't play a lot of game shows on, on, on the show. We played one game show and it wasn't even a game show and it was against myself. Self-deprecating humor. Had to take a little 20, 25 minute hiatus. You want a little sneak peek into my into my personal life, what's going on right now? I got a text from the wife just now that was like, hey, will you check uh gracie's temperature so left the studio went and checked her temperature as i was up checking her temperature she called me into the room and my eight and a half month pregnant wife who literally has the strongest unborn child of all time in her belly trying to push not out the front out through her spine to get out had her all fucking twisted in and out so we had to do a little bit of back massages a little bit of fucking bring down the mode also she has a cough so she can't get any deep sleep. So sometimes I got to hit stop recording and just go up and give Prager's a nice little back massage so she can get back to sleep because sleeping for two. All right. Here's the deal. I have no fucking idea where we at. Were we talking about the lady with her fish kid or what the fuck were we talking about? Doesn't matter. Let's move on. She doesn't even get to be sitting in the corner. She can't, she can't even watch from over there. She can't even watch from over there in the corner with all the cucks of the Patera Babe, the podcast. But dude, here's what I wanted to do. Okay. Now, when when you get like a video that's been viewed 10 million times, the influx and the difference of the levels of intellect of human beings that go through your comment section is the fucking saddest thing to read on the planet. And here's the deal. I don't respond to comments like on a video like that. I don't respond to comments, especially comments that are a little bit out of pocket. Okay, a comment that's a swinging a little bit from fucking left field where I was like, if you used your brain instead of your keyboard, we'd be in a lot better situation. But I still thought it would be a fun time to have a fucking little personal cheer up, babe, the podcast roast fucking session of some of the stupidest fucking comments that I have gotten on my video of me and my daughter walking in a hallway. Okay, so that's the entire context of the video. The entire, we talked about it last week. The fucking video is me walking down a hallway. Gracie walks across in the back of the shot, and then I make some sort of silly comment, and then and then I run and grab her real fast. It's like a fucking 12-second video. Listen to these fucking comments, babe. I mean, this first one's a little light, but this says, Yo, shit made me snarf, yo. Cool. Or go fuck yourself. I don't really know what that means, but... Uh, we're not even going to look it up because I just assume that you're high as a motherfucking kite scrolling through TikTok typing the word snarf, right? Or this one, can I buy you shampoo? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a good joke, but also go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then here, Jesus Christ loves you. Always got to have one of those. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Feel so much holier now. Cool. I mean, and then this one was just inquisitive. Guys, that's funny, but I'm new here. I don't get it. Is it a real baby? Is it his daughter or what? And then the reply says, hi, for a nighttime acquaintance, go to www.wowfan.com. <laughs> 
or this cocksucker. Why do you look like Ryan Reynolds with alopecia? Out of pocket. How about you put an actual profile picture on your fucking TikTok account so I can come at you? It's probably because you have six chins. And I'd say, why do you look like Fat Bastard off of Austin Powers? That's probably why. That's probably why your profile picture is a mundane plaid icon. All right? Don't come at me with the Ryan Reynolds looks like alopecia bullshit. Okay? <laughs> this one, she left faster than her dad left her. That's so fucking out of pocket. Also, I'm her dad. Don't project the fact that your popzilla left to get milk 13 years ago onto a 12-second video of me and my child in a hallway. What the fuck? She left faster than her dad left her. That's not even clever. Because guess what? I'm 15 feet away. All right? Have fun probably not finding success and ending up in jail later. All right. And then this fucking hero goes clearly staged. Was it? Was the fact that my face started off to the right side of the frame like I was expecting something to come walking in the background? You fucking moron. But thank God there's people like you out there to clarify it for the rest of us. No fucking shit. And you know, he's like scrolling through the comments or watch the video, scroll through the comments and goes, <laughs> these 8,000 people are so Fucking dumb falling for this prank. Like it's a prank and not a silly video. Hero. Hero of the day. But whatever. He probably just downloaded TikTok a day ago. He's been exclusively on Facebook and he only wears camo hats before this moment. I get it. I get it. But he came on to save the day and he saved the day. Thank you. God bless. Praise the Lord or whatever the fuck that one comment was. All right. Now, speaking of my crazy fucking intelligent child, remember how I used to joke around that I was going to raise Hitler? Remember that? Remember when I said that if I had a girl, I'd be nervous that I was going to raise Hitler? Not in the racist mass murder of an entire populace of people type of way, but more just so in the broad, general, sociopathic, power-hungry sort of way. That's really all I meant it. But remember when I said that? Listen, my daughter doesn't emotionally respond to things correctly. Okay, and it makes me equal parts scared and it makes me equal parts proud. Here's what she fucking does. So as I mentioned, my wife is literally days away from either popping like a balloon or having a baby, right? She's uncomfortable and she also has contractions every now and then and she also has a cough. So she coughs and then her abdomen flexes and then a contraction will hit and she goes, oh, like that. You know, and her she makes her, her her face winces and she goes, ow, like that. And Gracie goes, <laughs> with her tongue out. She laughs in her mom's face like a sociopath. <laughs> Zero regard for human emotion. Oh, are you in pain? <laughs> like that. Now, that just means that she's not going to fall for anybody's bullshit in the future, which is great, which I'm fucking completely on board for. But it also means she's going to have a hard time meeting friends because she's not going to be sympathetic. But that's also fine, too, because friends ultimately suck. That little girl just laugh. She just laughs in our face. You know how you know how like even when like babies are baby babies and you do like the pouty face to them, you like stick your lip out and you go mm, and then they'll mimic you. 
Okay. I tried to do that. I tried to fake it. We were tackling each other in the living room. Like I would like go, ah, and she'd like run at me and I'd act like she tackled me all hard and stuff. And I tried to fake one and I was like, oh, <laughs> and she goes <laughs> like that <laughs> little shithead. Also, she does this thing where she'll fight sleep, but she doesn't fight sleep like a normal baby. You know how like when babies fight sleep, they'll like they'll cry themselves to not going to sleep or they'll whine a little bit or they'll get fucking wild and crazy. I like sit her on one of my legs and she like just tucks into the pocket of my arm and body like off to the side. She's just chilling like I'm my own goddamn lazy boy recliner and she'll hold still for like five whole minutes to where I'm like, is she sleeping? I wonder if she's sleeping. No. Then she'll just suddenly roll onto her chest. So we're chest to chest. Then she pops up to her knees and she looks at me and she smiles. And I'm like, oh, that's really cute. Now she did that. All the, her bedtime is eight o'clock. Usually sometimes it's seven 30. It depends on if she skipped her nap or not. But like tonight, for example, it's nine 45 little girl has been like, pick me up, put me down. I'm going to play with this toy. Let's go look at a book. Pick me up, put me down. Finally, we're in lounging position. Okay. We're in that position where she's sitting on my lap and she's tucked into my arm and she does the thing. She pushes off and I talk to my daughter like an adult. I just always have. I don't really do the baby voice thing. I don't go like, goo, 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 goo. oh, she's just the cutest little kid. Fuck that shit. Talk to my baby like a human being. I don't know why that bothers me so much. But she turns, and I'm a little bit frustrated at this point because I'm like, okay, when I plan for a bedtime to be at 8 o'clock, I'm going to schedule things out like recording episode 32 of Cheer Up Babe the podcast. So she rolls onto my chest, Pops up, she's sitting on her lap looking directly into my eyes. This little girl makes a little bit too intense of eye contact. Sometimes, like, challenge me, motherfucker, right now, randomly out of the blue. You weren't preparing it, but are you a man? Or are you a little bitch blanky for my dad? So I have to match her gaze. But I was talking to her. She, like, looks at me in the eyes, and I was like, getting kind of ridiculous. You should probably be sleeping. And she goes, <laughs> like she knew what she was doing, right? And then she lays sideways on my chest, but she's like smiling and her eyes are wide open. And I go, you know, I'm kind of sarcastically talking just to, it's not like she's understanding what I'm saying. I go, it's 945. And she reached her hand out for a high five because the last word I said was five. I was like, it's 945. And she goes, I laughed and just stuck my hand out and she gave me a high five and then snuggled back into my chest. I was like, that was fucking awesome. Little girl's crazy. Just way too fucking intense direct eye contact, laughs in your face when you're frustrated or in pain and gives you a condescending high five to let you know that she doesn't give a fuck about your points you're trying to make. (laughs) She's fucking rad, dude. But we're ready. We're ready for... uh, Charlotte to come flying out of that hole. So abrasive. So inappropriate for no reason. But that's what I do. That's what I do. All right. Now go listen from the corner. Now we're going to do a fun new little game. Okay. And it's going to be called. I'm just coming up with the name right now. It's going to be called clickbait fast reaction. So one thing that we know. Okay. Is I don't have my pulse. That's not the fucking correct phrase. I don't have my finger on the pulse of fucking anything, pop culture, news, media, fucking anything, right? I just, that's not something that I like to fill my day slash my brain with. 
I have zero idea. But I still get fucking Apple News Spotlight notifications that pop up on my watch. And I'm like, first of all, didn't ask for it. Second of all, who the fuck cares? If it's not about COVID, it's about the fucking Kardashians. So I'm like, all right, I'll fucking bite. I'm going to open the fucking top news stories of the day. And as long as it's not like a shooting, we're going to just react. I'm going to be a news reporter. And I'm going to tell you the story based off of what the title is. That's what we're going to do. And I'm actually going to change the title right now to clickbait reporter. That's the thing. And I know that I said earlier that I'm no longer going to use this sound, but I might as well use this fucking sound right now because it's kind of along the same lines of what we're looking for. Welcome to clickbait recorder. And I already fucked it up. Reporter. (laughs) Okay. Wow, first of all, well, two things, right? This is how out of touch I am. I just typed news into Google. And let me give you guys an exact example of why I don't watch the news. The first four fucking headlines are sad as shit. Listen to this. Texas restrictive abortion law temporarily reinstated one day after being blocked. McConnell tells Biden he won't cooperate with Democrats to raise debt ceiling again. California oil spill. Timing of pipeline damage investigated biden back to fake white house set for spin on down jobs report that what the fuck did that just say regardless you get my point those are the first four fucking titles so what we're actually going to do is we're going to go pop culture into google news and we're going to look at the fucking first headline there alabama comic-con to bring pop culture fanfare celebrity guests to birmingham alabama Well, if pop culture fanfare involves the fucking Asian boy band that looks like they were popped out of an anime, I wouldn't send them there because it's probably racist. They won't make it out of Birmingham, Alabama very quickly. My guess is there's going to be a holding period and or disappearance. Don't send them there. Bobby Flay leaving Food Network after nearly 30 years. Aww fucking sad the guy with the bleached spiky hair that didn't have anything to offer to the tv show other than oh that's good is leaving after 30 years at the network hope he enjoys his millions for doing nothing other than going "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm." if you made a fuck first of all good for you i guess good for you if you made a living off of going "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm," for your career Now, there's multiple people like Gordon Ramsay. Dude, now I know I said I'm not really a fan of anything. I'm a fan of Gordon Ramsay, okay? That fucking Brit is, first of all, savage. Second of all, makes me want to learn how to cook things. Like I watch Master Chef or I watch Hell's Kitchen and I go, I want to do that. But then I go, don't have time. And then I move on to the next thought. As with most thoughts, I move on to the next one rather quickly. But I fucking love Gordon Ramsay. But a show with Gordon Ramsay where he has all this fucking knowledge and background and experience that you're learning from him as he teaches other people on TV, that type of show. I'll just fucking watch clips of that on YouTube. I wouldn't even watch a whole episode. I'll just watch clips of that shit on YouTube. And it's so much fucking fun because I love Gordon Ramsay. But then Bobby Flay goes, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm," and he has a job for 30 years. So good for him. He'll be sorely missed. 
Judge Judy Bailiff Petrie Hawkins. Wow, that's way too long of a fucking name. Judge Judy Bailiff Petrie Hawkins. I'm so fucking dumb, dude. What did I just say? Judge Judy Bailiff Petrie Hawkins. The bailiff off of the show, Judge Judy, named Petrie Hawkins. The name wasn't Judge Judy Bailiff Petrie Hawkins, like I originally said, but I'm at diminished mental capacity because it's midnight and I had to massage my pregnant wife after my daughter didn't go to bed till 9.45. And I fucked that up so bad, even though... I'm the best reader in the world. In the fucking world. Okay, Judge Judy Bailiff, Petrie Hawkins, breaks silence on being booted after 25 years. Fun fact, no one was asking other than popculture.com. Fun fact, not going to get a lot of hits because no one was asking. You know what nobody was doing? Sitting around this week going, I wonder why the bailiff off of Judge Judy named Petrie Hawkins got fired 25 years ago. Did you ever figure out the answer to that? Well, fucking Daniel S. Levine from popculture.com thought that and fucking wasted our time and energy with an article. CSI Vegas debuts and longtime fans are weighing in. Oh, look, a title that means nothing. The 41st edition of CSI kicked off. Also, how has Vegas not already been in CSI? Everyone dies there. But CSA, CSI Vegas kicks off and longtime fans are weighing in. That is an article about a comment section. Do you understand that? If you break that down, that is an article about a mundane TV show's comment section. What I'm guessing is, is they made a post on Instagram. It was the day of the first episode. People jumped in the comment section and a guy goes, I'm going to write an entire article about that. It's bullshitception. It's incoherent bullshitception. It's an inception of bullshit where it's bullshit inside of bullshit reporting bullshit. Bullshitception. And I know I didn't even act like a fucking reporter. I basically just reacted to what the fucking article title was. They say don't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a fucking pop culture news article by the title every goddamn day of the week, babe. Okay? And that will absolutely not be a recurring segment. That was just a point I wanted to make to why all that shit is a waste of your time. But yeah, babe, we're still uh, we're we're still holding out for the baby. Still waiting, still waiting on the second baby. I think I want to do Sully and Boo costume for me and Gracie. And that came that came direct from a cub. Actually, that came direct from. Fucking what did what did what was her nickname that dad gave her? It was oh Flexa. That came directly from Lexa the Flexa, I think is her nickname. And if it's wrong, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure that's what it was, but it was one of my favorites. She said you should be Boo and Sully, and I was like, fucking duh. And it's only gonna cost me $175. You better believe I'm fucking spending that money because it doesn't even matter. I would spend $500 if it means that my daughter and I had to have a dope ass first Halloween. I am what I am. I'm a hooligan. 
Who cares about a mortgage when I can drop all sorts of fucking money on costumes for me and my daughter to have one night of fun and get a whole bunch of pictures and have a whole bunch of candy that she can't eat yet because she doesn't have enough teeth to chew it. But it doesn't matter. I'll spend fucking $927 if I have to, if it means that we can have cool costumes. I am what I am. I'm a and that just is what it is. Let's do some unqualified dad advice, babe. And that's right, you thought I forgot, but of course I didn't. These ones are factory direct from the Cubs, dude. These ones are factory direct. This little advice section is based off of the Instagram responses to, hey, let's answer some shit for the Cubs for the next few episodes of Cheer Up, Babe, the podcast. And the reason it's the next few episodes is because we have a lot of submissions. And I'm not going to go uh, through them all in one episode because that would take three and a half hours. But we're going to pick a few. If they take a little while, they'll take a little while. I haven't really read these yet. I just saw the number because I want it to be just like the original where the response is organic and natural and from the gut and from the heart because I'm talking to my cubs. So I did not disclose if people did or didn't want their name in it. So I'm going to actually avoid the names. Listen, if you fucking responded to it, you listen to this podcast every week and I don't have to worry about you knowing whose credit is whose credit. But the first question Wants advice on becoming a dad of two. I don't know, dude. I'll let you know when I get there. Give give my wife three days and I'll let you know how it is. No, Jordan and I have talked about this because it's like it's crazy because we have Gracie. And when we had Gracie, it's like all the love in our heart was surrounded around this one little human being. Right. And then we found out that Jordan's pregnant again. And our main fear was like it's hard to imagine loving another baby as much as we love Gracie like in the very very beginning but as these nine months have gone came and gone and we've seen the ultrasounds and we've got more and more and more comfortable with the idea of having two babies and two little girls at that and we picked out her name and we're just biting at the bit to get her into this world to join our family and now it's all sorts of excitement I have no doubt in my mind that there's going to be more than enough love and room in the heart to go around. You know what I mean? But that was our, that was kind of like my only worry is like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine loving anything as much as I love Gracie. Like this is insane that this is happening. But now, now that Charlotte's almost here, I feel it. And I know the second it's going to be just like it happened with Gracie. The second she's out, I'm going to feel that emotion that's unexplainable. And I'm going to almost fucking collapse probably again. And that emotional canal is just going to open up that much more. Because Gracie fucking turned on the tap. And now Charlotte's going to bring on the fucking floods. You know? Where it was like a fucking dry desert abyss of emotion in terms of how my fucking heart goes most days. But then I had my daughters and I go, is this the Amazon rainforest? Because that's what it feels like. But, become, but whether you're becoming a dad of two or you're becoming a dad of one or you're becoming a dad of three, the most important thing in your life, period, should be to be with those babies and they always know how much you love them and how much you're always going to be there for them. They should always feel that. Because, like, it's not it's not overcomplicated. Think about back to when we were kids, you know? The only thing I ever wanted to do was, like, make my dad proud and make people happy to be around me so as long as you are making your children feel that way like that you're proud of them and that you always want them around and that's true in your heart those two things are the truth you're not putting on some sort of facade that's all you got to do dude 
Just love those. Love those kids. Love those kiddos. The next one was just a question, and it says, When are you having your wife on the show? She sounds super cool. Yeah, I really paint her in that light, don't I? Um, she, I'm just kidding. She is. <laughs> she is going to be on the show. Uh, I uh, just have to redo the studio. Because right now we're rocking the solo studio. But I am expanding the studio soon. We're probably going to get some sort of desk thing going on. And a couple mics because I'm trying to get fucking bougie. And the second I get bougie, I'll have my wife on the show. And you'll get all sorts of fucking insights of what the reality is of me and my life is actually like. Because my wife doesn't hold back. She's an old holds, holds barred type of broad. And it's one of the reasons I love her. And it'll be a fucking good time. All I got to do is make sure that she's drunk. So... She loosens the fuck up. She gets in her head sometimes when she thinks about how many fucking people listen to this shit. Even when it's just me. Like, I'll tell her about something that I talked about or tell her about a response I got online, like a comment or a message or something. I'll, t I'll tell her about it. And she goes, oh, my God, you talked about that? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, you don't get it. It's not you. You're fine. But we are going to have her on there so that it is her and she'll be terrified. And it'll be a fucking good time. So after I expand the studio is your answer to that one. And this next one says, two beautiful daughters and I want a third baby. Hubby is not on board. How do I convince him? That is a great topic. We can actually dive. Let's, let's try to dive into the kind of different dynamics that might be going on right there. First, let's tackle hubby. Okay. Then we'll turn the lens on to you. So if you think about hubby, now, I'm going to be making all sorts of broad generalizations and assumptions, so don't get offended if I miss the mark, okay? But let's speak from, like, my own personal experience. Hub, let's say hubby is just working a normal job. Hub, hubby's working a regular old 9 to 5, okay? What, what happens when a guy has to do that, and I'm saying a guy because I'm talking about myself, so don't fucking cancel me for not including women in this conversation. I'm just talking from the perspective of dad. Okay, so when a dad works a day job and he gets home, at least for me, I know that I'm not going home to relax. I know every day that when I come home, I have to be at a fucking thousand so that I can entertain and play with my daughter and run around the fucking house and go crazy for a few hours. Because one of two things, one, mama needs a break if she's been with the baby all day and or just fucking in general. And two, I want to do that. I'm never going to be the lazy boy recliner dad. I'm never going to be the dad that when he shows up from work, the kids go, hi, dad. And he goes, hey. And then he goes and showers. And then he sits on the fucking chair and watches TV. I'm never going to fucking be that dad. I want to be the dad that every single day when dad shows up from work or whatever the fuck he's doing, the kids lose their minds because they know, yay, daddy's home. And I associate him with love and fun and attention and all sorts of that type of shit. Okay. That's the kind of dad that I want to be, especially when they're little kids and like babies and little kids and stuff. Now, when they're in their angsty high school years and they're fucking growing their hair out and tr trying to fucking make tattoos out of safety pins in high school, I'm going to tell them to go fuck themselves. I'm just kidding. Hopefully that doesn't fucking happen and they're just normal but all joking aside that's what the kind of dad i want to be now i also know that with the second baby on the way i'm gonna have to double down on that energy and 
my job, especially my new one, requires a lot of brain power in terms of I'm kind of learning as I go. So I'm constantly at a thousand level stimulus all day in terms of my brain. So I'm just like, boom, 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 never really have a minute to sit down. And that can get really, really tiring. But still, when I get home, I am fucking at a thousand making sure that it's playtime, right? And with Charlotte coming, that's going to have to be double. So your husband might be in the same boat to where he feels that his extension of energy that he's giving right now might be about maxed out. Every man feels like they only have so much love and attention to give. And we worry that if we divide it amongst multiple little human beings, that we're going to get spread too thin. Because getting spread too thin is a really, really, is a very strong possibility. And that's what happens with a lot of guys. So if he's a guy who's just aware of himself and he knows that right now all the love and attention and everything that he's giving is where he wants to cap it so that he can be as attentive and present as possible, I would say don't pressure him uh, into having another baby. That's what I would say. Just be happy with what you got and move on. Now, if it's a more serious issue, which I doubt you would ask me because I'm just a silly fucking guy with a podcast. If it's a more serious thing where he's becoming distant, that's a different conversation. And I'm just not even going to dive into it because I'm hoping on the fact that that's not the case. Now, let's flip the mirror on yourself a little bit. This is not a personal attack. This might just not be something you realize or something. I feel like I'm fucking gaslighting when I start shit off like that. Is that the term? Gaslighting? I don't know. Green lighting? Fucking, what is it? Mansplaining? Well, obviously I'm fucking mansplaining because this is a podcast with fucking man as the host and I explain everything. So this entire, I should rename my fucking podcast to mansplaining. But do you want to have a third baby so bad because you want to have another member of your family that will become another link in your little family chain? Or do you want to have a baby so bad because you just want to have a baby? Like baby fever. You know what I mean? Do you just, Are you just having a little bit of baby fever that moms get because literally their instinct is to take care of an infant? Every fiber in their being tells them to make human beings and then care for them. Is it just that pulling at you or do you genuinely feel like your family is ready both mentally and financially for another child and i'm not saying that any of those things are the case i was just throwing that out there as an example that might not have been thought of and if none of that shit is true and it's just literally a disagreement between you and your husband i say don't bring a baby into this world unless both parties are on board because you don't want there to ever be any resentment ended up towards the child because let's say party A didn't want them there in the first place. And that's kind of a brutal way to say that. It's probably not that harsh, but I'm going to swing high on that one. And there's also the super cliche thing and of when a relationship is in torment turmoil they have a fucking kid thinking that it'll fix the relationship and the only reason i bring that up is that because i saw that happen in real fucking time and now they both do meth so and that's the best usage of that sound drop so far should we get a recap two people in an extremely toxic relationship that stayed together because they had a kid young 
had a relationship that was in turmoil, and in order to fix it, they decided to have another kid, and now they both do meth. Damn. And now that I read your username, is that you? I'm just fucking with you. I'm just kidding. Obviously not. But all right, Cubs. So those are the three. Those are the three we're gonna tackle this episode. We'll do more next episode. We'll do some fun. We'll do some more advice. We'll do some shit like that. Um, and you know, I might ha- be a father of two next episode, or I might be a father. No, actually, let's see. Let me check. What's the date? Yeah, babies due in fucking eleven days, and every single ultrasound that we've gotten reported the baby showing up a week early. So. We are four days away from having a baby, so I'm going to have another baby by next episode. I'm putting that out into the ether so that my wife doesn't have to be pregnant anymore because she's literally upstairs miserable right now, just kind of ducking in and out of sleep. And right now you're like, hey, cocksucker, go take care of her. Here's the thing. When she asks me to give her a massage, I'll give her a massage. When she asks me to tickle her back, I'll tickle her back. When I try to do those things unprompted, she gets mad and says, don't touch me. So don't fucking at me for recording a fucking episode while my wife is fucking hella fucking pregnant upstairs okay but anyways that was episode 32 go follow the instagram review the podcast happy monday go out there don't be a bummer and cheer up babe